Section 7 of When We Were Very Young. This is the LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. This recording is by Mark Smith of Simpsonville, South Carolina. When We Were Very Young by A. A. Milne. Section 7 Hoppity. Christopher Robin goes hoppity hoppity, hoppity hoppity hop. Whenever I tell him politely to stop it, he says he can't possibly stop. If he stopped hopping, he couldn't go anywhere. Poor little Christopher couldn't go anywhere. That's why he always goes hoppity 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 hop. At home. I want a soldier, a soldier in a busby. I want a soldier to come and play with me. I'd give him cream cakes, big ones, sugar ones. I'd give him cream cakes and cream for his tea. I want a soldier, a tall one, a red one. I want a soldier who plays on the drum. Daddy's going to get one. He's written to the shopman. Daddy's going to get one as soon as he can come. THE WRONG HOUSE I went into a house, and it wasn't a house. It has big steps and a great big hall. But it hasn't got a garden, a garden, a garden. It isn't like a house at all. I went into a house, and it wasn't a house. It has a big garden and a great high wall. But it hasn't got a may-tree, a may-tree, a may-tree. It isn't like a house at all. I went into a house, and it wasn't a house. Slow white petals from the may-tree fall. But it hasn't got a blackbird, a blackbird, a blackbird. It isn't like a house at all. I went into a house, and I thought it was a house. I could hear from the may-tree the blackbird call. But nobody listened to it. Nobody liked it. Nobody wanted it at all. Summer Afternoon Six brown cows walked down to drink. All the little fishes blew bubbles at the mayfly. Splash goes the first as he comes to the brink. Swish go the tails of the five who follow. Twelve brown cows bend drinking bear. All the little fishes went waggle-tail, waggle-tail, six from the water and six from the air. Up and down the river darts a blue-black swallow. THE DORMOUSE AND THE DOCTOR There once was a dormouse who lived in a bed of delphiniums blue and geraniums red. And all the day long he'd a wonderful view of geraniums red and delphiniums blue. A doctor came hurrying round, and he said, Tut, tut, I am sorry to find you in bed. Just say, ninety-nine, while I look at your chest. And don't you find that chrysanthemums answer the best? The dormouse looked round at the view and replied, when he'd said ninety-nine, that he'd tried and he tried, and much the most answering things that he knew were geraniums red 
and delphiniums blue. The doctor stood frowning and shaking his head, and he took up his shiny silk hat as he said, What the patient requires is a change, and he went to see some chrysanthemum people in Kent. The dormouse lay there, and he gazed at the view of geraniums red and delphiniums blue, and he knew there was nothing he wanted instead of delphiniums blue and geraniums red. The doctor came back, and to show what he meant, he had brought some chrysanthemum cuttings from Kent. Now these, he remarked, give a much better view than geraniums red and delphiniums blue. They took out their spades, and they dug up the bed of delphiniums blue and geraniums red, and they planted chrysanthemums, yellow and white. And now, said the doctor, we'll soon have you right. The dormouse looked out, and he said, with a sigh, I suppose all these people know better than I. It was silly, perhaps, but I did like the view of geraniums red and delphiniums blue. The doctor came round and examined his chest, and ordered him nourishment, tonics, and rest. How very effective, he said, as he shook the thermometer, all these chrysanthemums look. The dormouse turned over to shut out the sight of endless chrysanthemums, yellow and white. How lovely, he thought, to be back in a bed of delphiniums blue and geraniums red. The doctor said, Tut! It's another attack! And ordered him milk and massage of the back and freedom from worry and drives in a car and murmured, How sweet your chrysanthemums are! The dormouse lay there with his paws to his eyes, and imagined himself such a pleasant surprise. I'll pretend the chrysanthemums turned to a bed of delphiniums blue and geraniums red. The doctor next morning was rubbing his hands and saying, There's nobody quite understands these cases as I do. The cure has begun. How fresh the chrysanthemums look in the sun! The dormouse lay happy. His eyes were so tight, he could see no chrysanthemums, yellow or white. And all that he felt at the back of his head were delphiniums, blue, and geraniums, red. And that is the reason, Aunt Emily said, if a dormouse gets in a chrysanthemum bed, you will find, so Aunt Emily says, that he lies fast asleep on his front, with his paws to his eyes. End of section.